0: you're listening to the revolution ed podcast a show all about support education and advocacy for teachers i'm your host katie quick licensed professional counselor former classroom teacher and national speaker on a mission to revolutionize teaching in america Welcome back and thank you so much for joining us. I am so excited for our guest today because she is going to be a presenter at our Teacher Self Care Day event on December 5th. And I'm wondering if you got your free tickets yet. And if not, you need to do that today. It's going to be an amazing event, an amazing day specially curated for teachers. It's gonna be a full day of incredible virtual self-care workshops from yoga, meditation, nutrition, body image, fitness, relationships, and more. And we also have a ton of great prizes to give away, including a $500 gift card to Southwest Airlines, which is amazing. You gotta take a trip. Come on, we got to get out of here, get some sunshine. We've got spa treatments to give away, self-care goodies, and so much more. And there's no commitment necessary. Teachers, I know you are super busy. So come to one workshop if you want. Come to all of them if you want. It's totally up to you. So get your free tickets today on my website at katiequick.com slash self-care day. And I will make sure to link that in the show notes. So enough about that. Uh, let's get to introducing our wonderful guest today. I have with us dating coach, Gabby Valdez. Welcome Gabby, I'm so excited you're here. Thanks,
1: Katie. I can't wait to, to talk more.
0: Yes, I'm so, so excited. Um, so Gabby is a former hopeless romantic turned dating coach and she spends her days helping the disappointed dater finally find their person. I love this. She's the quintessential ENFP, California native, and proud Calico cat mom. When she's not coaching, you will find her cooking plant-based meals, watching improv, at an open mic cracking jokes, which I wanna hear more about Gabby, or scaling a rock wall just for the thrill of it. Uh, I am a big fan of Gabby's. I've been following her for quite some time on Instagram, and I love love and dating and relationships and all the things. So I'm super excited that you're here today and to talk more.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. What a, yeah, what a nice intro. Thanks.
0: (laughs) Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Um, And so, you know, I'm just really, really excited for this conversation because dating while being a teacher is really, really hard. I mean, dating in general is really hard, but when you pile on, you know, the workload and the the stress and, you know, the loss of energy and things for, for teachers, it can oftentimes not only be difficult, but really non-existent. And I've worked with many teacher clients over the years who have struggled with finding the time to date, prioritizing dating, and just in general, setting those boundaries to allow themselves the space to put themselves out there. And so I know a lot of our listeners will really, really appreciate having you today.
1: Yeah, I'm really excited to dive in, especially with all of the things that you just shared. I'm really passionate about dating and relationships and also figuring out ways to make that dating journey specific and like, specific and also really catering to the person themselves because there's so much dating advice out there so it's really hard to kind of tune into yourself and tune out the noise so I'm really excited to figure out ways to support your community so that they can really prioritize themselves and dating so that they can finally meet their person.
0: Oh this is so good so tell us a little bit about what you do as a dating coach and how you got on this path I'm really curious about that.
1: Yeah, so I teach intentional daters the skills of dating to be able to find their person. And and so intentional daters and also disappointed daters. So part of that is right, like if you're so intentional, you really wanna find your person, you're really trying to figure out ways to you know, meet the right person and be discerning and say no to the wrong types of people. While you're on that path, of course you become disheartened and disappointed, especially when a lot of you know, conventional dating advice tells you that you're too much, you're too needy, you need to play it cool, you need to be the fun date, all of these should statements. So if you throw on all of those should statements, it just gets really depleting, you get exhausted because you're not yourself, you're trying to fit into this mold. So a lot of the times what I teach my clients is like how to come back to themselves. They are deeply empathetic they care more than the average person, and they really believe in true love and want deep connection. However, the dating advice out there tells them that's wrong. So I love working with my clients so that they can really tune back into their superpowers, their magic, so that they can find their person. And to answer your other question, how I got into this is I've always really been fascinated about relationships, and that took shape in many ways. So Um, I have my BA in communication, so I was always really interested with relationships, how to communicate, how to communicate in a healthy relationship, and then I took that into education, so I'm actually, I was a preschool teacher and I focused a lot about, you know, gender norms, trying to make the classroom more accessible, teaching communication skills at such a formative age. Then from there, I went into behavioral analysis and really worked with children with autism. And you're probably wondering like, how is this all connecting? Well, I, again, really was fascinated with shaping minds, getting like clear on deep connections, how to have deep fulfilling relationships. And from there, I pivoted more to like the psychology background and then really fell Like in love with coaching and specifically dating coaching and really uncovering like the skills of intimacy because I saw so many opportunities at a young age to really develop these deep communication skills. However, I was seeing this play out on the dating field where communication just doesn't come easy to people. And that's because I also feel like that's not talked about in our classrooms as much. However, I feel like a lot of educators really want that. However, they're swamped, right? They're swamped with like certain types of, you know, curriculum, certain standards that they have to make. However, um, seeing this as a coach and seeing out in the dating world, it's just been so interesting. That's why like, ghosting is so common, unfortunately. That's why it's really challenging to talk about your feelings. So all of the different, you know, that path that I took, it was definitely non-linear, but all of the things that really inspired me, so like communications, um, behavioral psychology and analysis and really seeing the whole point of everything, like the whole point of life in my opinion is really to connect and to love deeply, but there's so many barriers. So whether it's communication, um, not being able to practice the skill of vulnerability, not being able to develop the skills to have emotional intimacy, because emotional intimacy is really scary. So all of these things blended together, and I was just really passionate about dating. And when I started dating to find my person, I just it was so tough to find information out there that really resonated with me, and so going through my process, as well as also working with my mentor, Ken Page, he's a psychotherapist and focuses also on dating, going through that process and getting support really allowed me to get in touch with what I actually wanted. And then I applied the skills of dating myself, found my partner, and now I spend my days teaching my clients how to find their person.
0: This is amazing. You said so many great things that I want to touch back on and circle back to. Um, the first one being that the dating advice that's out there right now is, it's it's overwhelming. And I think a lot of it, there's a lot of toxic positivity out there. There's a lot of uh, just really, I think, you know, coming from a therapist perspective as well, there's a lot of unhealthy advice. And what I love about what you do is you really are looking at healthy versus unhealthy, you know, really becoming a whole person. And really, it's it, like, when I look at your content, it's, you know, about the person that, that's looking for the day. It's It's not, you know, about, you know, changing yourself, but it's tapping into that self-awareness, like you said. And I love that you're helping clients to figure out who they are. And when I connect that to school, I think about SEL, social emotional learning, and what we are teaching kids now about how to communicate, about how to share our feelings, about how to be self-aware and get in touch with ourselves. But our generation, I mean, we weren't taught these skills. So I think what you're doing is so incredibly important. And I think also that our listeners will really appreciate that you've spent time in the classroom and you understand the demands and what goes along with it. And you know generally the kind of people that become teachers really are these nurturing wonderful caring people but oftentimes we have problems with things like setting boundaries and putting ourselves first so i'm really excited to hear more about you know how you help people navigate some of those things especially teachers mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. there's so many things that you said too like even about the toxic positivity so i don't even want to come back to that but in terms of setting boundaries so i am a recovering people pleaser like I remember being in the classroom and you know being so passionate about my students and the work and it was it was really tough to say no and thinking about like what I teach my clients even like the skill of being discerning so being able to say no to the wrong things and yes to the right things and what I mean by that is like what is the thing that feels you what is the thing that makes your body contract so really tuning into like your own body wisdom and so that even comes you know in in multiple that shows up in multiple parts of our life so if you think about dating like oftentimes when i talk to people and they're swiping or maybe they've connected with someone and they're going back and forth they're in the talking stage something is going on like there's a gut feeling there's something that Perhaps maybe depending on where you're at on the journey, maybe you're ignoring or maybe you're like, oh, this is not, you know, this is kind of silly that I feel this way. I'm going to keep going. So our body actually has these like sophisticated systems that let us know when something is off. Same thing with, you know, you know, plans or Um, you know, certain opportunities, like something just feels off. Oftentimes, you know, especially as a, you know, people pleaser, we want to say yes to everything. We want to nurture, we want to give, we want to constantly give, give, give. However, learning the skills of dating, realizing that your ability to give is such a gift. However, it's not for everyone and it's not for everything and that's okay. So really allowing yourself to say no, like that's a powerful thing. That's also a skill. So you know, I didn't just like, I didn't just wake up the next day and was just like, I'm just going to start saying no to things and it's going to be completely easy. And that's, you know, not the same for my clients as well. It's a skill. So what really helps with discernment while you're dating, as well as, you know, you're, you're trying to prioritize your time, your work, your social life, it's getting really clear on what is important to you. So that could be a number of things. There's so many different exercises to be able to figure out what is important to you so you can start with your values you can look at a whole list of words and then pick your top three to you know some examples of this could be like you know integrity or authenticity or uh, peace or presence like whatever those words are like look at a list of words and see what your top three words are and that resonate with you and those are the things to live by so like as you're making plans as you're saying yes to things as you're saying no to things Check in with those top three values and then see if those align with that. And, you know, I can get into this. There's like a whole bunch of exercises that I can get into actually. Those will be included in the workshop that I will also be hosting in, you know, for the for the self-care for teachers. So I won't get too much into that in the podcast, but there are just so many ways to really come back to yourself so you can, like, identify your gifts, what you bring. And as teachers, as you know, if you do identify as a people pleaser, you have so many gifts to give. And by putting language to that, you'll be able to even guard your time more. So you might have this gift of like kindness or deep listening or understanding. And so you're oftentimes over giving that, but by able by being able to label those things, you're gonna be able to set like more boundaries around that and then guard that precious, precious up and guard your precious energy. <laughs>
0: Gosh, I wrote down, you know, guard your time, guard your energy as I'm like listening to you because time is so valuable to teachers. There's so little of it. And, you know, we all know that the job doesn't end at three o'clock and, you know, our Sundays are pretty much shot with lesson planning and prep. And I mean, I'm thinking back to when I was dating and in the classroom and my Friday nights, I just wanted to order my pizza and sit and watch a movie. I didn't even want to be bothered. I was exhausted. And so I love the idea of guarding this time and really looking at where you're putting your priorities, you know, and and where how dating fits in there because I think um, that's really important. And And I also love that you're talking about values because again, you're circling it back to the self. You know, what is important to me and, and maybe in the searching for the values, we find out that we're not honoring ourselves in the way that we're, you know, showing up for our work because we do give so much. And so I think this is a good exercise, even if, you know, you're not particularly looking to date right now. I I just love that you brought up values. I think it's so so important.
1: Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being able to guard that time and that energy will then free you up. To do things that, to do the things that are most important to you. So maybe like you want more time to lesson plan, or maybe you want more time on the couch to watch a TV show and have that glass of wine and that pizza. So really being able to see that no as guarding your sacred time. And I know that that's really hard, right? Because if we say no, it's self. You might think that I'm being selfish. I I'm not giving enough. But actually, when you give back to yourself, it's kind of like filling up a cup, filling it up to the point where you are fully sourced, you are fully taken care of to then be able to give from the overflow because you're going to fill up your cup so much that there is going to be spillage and then you can really use that, you know, to invest in your relationships, to, to create a lesson plan that you're really excited about, or to just have some extra free time. So being able to say no to things and know that that is self-love, that is freeing you up for more things that feel nourishing, like that is, that's going to be your superpower. And that's also a skill. So I would invite you to just practice saying no in like small amounts knowing that that's going to get easier and easier over time so say no maybe to a trusted friend and then maybe as you start building out that skill then you can start saying no to maybe a family member or then uh you know some uh someone that you just met who's trying to you know become your friend you can say no to them or even you know a colleague. So really practicing saying no, knowing that it's going to get easier over time.
0: Yeah. And I'm even hearing just like building this courage muscle, you know, because saying no and putting yourself first does require courage. And for those of us that really do struggle with uh, prioritizing ourselves and our self-care, I mean, saying no could be the scariest thing in the world. So I like the idea of, you know, little know moments of stepping into your fear and stepping into that moment of okay oh i don't really want to do this but i'm gonna say no to something that's not gonna not gonna cost me too much Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. and then know that if you say no and it ruptures the connection to the point where you can't repair it then that's something that's more information to take in assessing that connection that you had And realizing, does that align with you? Does that align with your values? Because if you think about healthy relationships, whether it's, you know, colleagues, friends, or even dating or romance, the ability to repair a relationship, that's how you know that you're in something that's lasting. So even if there is a rupture, even if you say no, even if you hurt someone's feelings, that's okay. Based on how you both repair that connection, that speaks more to the connection than, you know, of course, like if you say no and you're on the receiving end of criticism. And of course, as a people pleaser, then we start to internalize things. So when you notice that, when you notice you're in that pattern of internalizing someone, maybe giving you negative feedback or criticizing you, take a step back and do something kind for yourself. Then when you're in relationships where your no is received, use that information and really see like, oh, this is what the healthy relationship feels like versus when someone criticizes you. So that's a little bit more unhealthy. So again, coming back to that discernment piece of knowing who who is healthy and who is not healthy for you.
0: Great, great advice. So, you know, educators face really unique challenges, I think, in terms of <laughs> Time and um, schedule, and just the, I think the pressure that they're under, and I just want to spend some time talking about, you know, how do we really integrate uh, dating in it while keeping in mind these types of challenges? Where again, it might just be simply that their teachers aren't feeling like they have a lot of time. You know, what could uh, teachers, you know, what advice would you have for a teacher that's looking to get out there? Maybe to start putting themselves out there. Given what they're what they're dealing with on a daily basis,
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm really thinking from that perspective that your time as a teacher is precious. So the last thing that you want to do is you know after like that 12 hour day, you don't want to go on a dating app and swipe and just be disappointed. So I will say again, going back to your values, getting clear on those top three values. And then start swiping from that place like does this person have, you know, say the top three values are like integrity, um, reciprocity, curiosity, and of course you're swiping you both match and it's you know you're going back and forth, if this person isn't consistent with communication that's something to assess right if. It takes days for them to respond and now you're overthinking, you're getting anxious. That actually may not be a good fit for you. So it's getting really clear on what are the things that are giving you anxiety? What are the things that are draining your time? What are the things that don't feel good to you? That's a good sign. That's a clear sign that it's not a good fit for you and then for you to kindly exit let your let them know that you're not interested and move forward that's going to save you a lot of time and energy in the long run so sure you might you know say that you get really excited after listening to this podcast you're like i'm going to start dating tomorrow so you start swiping and of course you're going to go through that process and of course have some disappointment so i'm gonna i'm not gonna sugarcoat it you're gonna initially get really excited you might go through waves of disappointment That is all information to take in. Notice again, what drains your energy? What is the thing that's keeping you up at night? Perhaps it's that inconsistency. Then that means that that's not a good fit. And then that means that you need to move forward without this person. So again, part of the whole journey with dating is becoming more and more discerning. So if you can shorten the amount of time that you're spending with people that feel exhausting or draining or that are keeping you up at night, keeping you away from lesson planning, those people are not a good fit for you. So if we're gonna then also look at coming back to the values, if someone is really, you know, authentic, living in integrity, that person is going to be consistent with communication. They're going to be enthusiastic. They're going to express that they're interested, date those people. Those people are gonna save you so much time and energy And also they will challenge you to receive their goodness, their kindness, their gestures, their support, which I know is really challenging, especially as a recovering people pleaser. It's so hard to receive support or compliments or, you know, you know, someone sending me takeout, like, you know, anything along those, that nature, like I will deflect that. Right. And so we're used to deflect that. And so Healthy love is going to challenge you to start receiving support, which in the long run is also going to like it's going to change your life completely. Because as you're lesson planning, as you're teaching, you're going to have a partner who's going to be supportive of you that you get to lean on, and that you both get to have that reciprocal and committed relationship with each other. So, really see dating as you know, there is a reason, there's an intention around it. You were trying to meet your person. Also know it's a time investment. So of course you are going to have those disappointments, but also know you're gonna shorten and, excuse me, you're gonna shorten that time with the wrong, the people that are wrong fit for you. So just know that on the other end, on the other side of this is going to be a support system that you need, because I love this quote by Esther Perel, she's a relationship expert. She talks about the quality of our life is dependent on the quality of our relationship. So you deserve a committed and loving and kind and consistent relationship.
0: Oh, I'm obsessed with this right now. I love this so much and wish that I had spoken with you, you know, just throughout my dating journey, because like everything that I'm hearing you say is about creating efficiency in this dating process. And again, going with the fact that teachers don't have time, going back to our values and filtering the dating swipes, you know, through the lens of your values to me is genius. And it's, you know, it's just going to be so much more fulfilling and you're not going to be sitting there for hours on end, just looking at, you know, this person's face and deciding if you like their face, because really at the end of the day, I feel like sometimes it comes down to that when you're just mindlessly swiping, you're not even really reading the profiles and you're just kind of going through, but I love this idea that the more in touch you get with yourself and the more clear you are on what you want and what matters to you, the more efficient your dating process will be and you're not sugarcoating anything you're saying it is an investment and it you know it's like every time you are meeting someone and going on a date you are able to learn more about yourself which is the ultimate goal and then ultimately you know finding your person is going to be the person who is supporting you and as an educator that is so so necessary i mean it's everything to have that support It's because if we are being drained and we are dating the wrong people and we are spending time, we're going to lose more of that precious energy, which will take away from our jobs and our work with the kids. So it's sort of like full circle. This is all really, really important.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've had clients that have come back to me, you know, like weeks or months after working with me. And they're like, I have so much peace and presence in my work life because I feel a lot more confident around dating, or even some clients of like, I I found my person. This is so great. Like, I feel at peace. So it really, our relationships, whether it is romantic or even, you know, your friends, your family, like having those be your support systems, like really relying on other people, asking for help, believing people when they're complimenting you, like being able to rely on other people will certainly be most supportive for you. And that's also going to impact your work and how you show up at work.
0: Definitely. And I'm thinking back to times when I was in toxic relationships, unhealthy relationships while I was teaching. And it most certainly affected what I was able to do and how I was able to show up with the kids. And, you know, now after years and years of dating and looking for my person, I am finally in a healthy relationship. I, you know, I'm with the love of my life and my, it's not that it's made, um, it's changed the profession at all. It's not changed my school day in any way, shape or form, but it has given me more energy. It's freed up more space. I have more of that energetic currency to work with during the day And that has been so impactful. So I definitely see the value in this. um, And also the value in not giving up because it, it takes a long time. I mean, it's, I'm 38 years old. It's taken me this long, you know, almost 20 years of dating, really actively dating to find my person. But uh, I think it's, it's worth holding out for. It's worth getting to know yourself. It's worth doing the work. And I'm just, I'm so excited that, uh, that you are doing this work, Gabby, and that people are just really going to benefit, especially our teachers, from, from what you're offering. Yeah,
1: I love what you said about not giving up. I, I found this statistic so helpful. So about 90% of the people that you meet, even if you are attracted to them, even if you have chemistry, are not going to be a good fit for you. I know that sounds really disheartening, but it actually gives you massive permission to move forward and again, be more discerning. And if we don't know that statistic, it's easy to get disillusioned like, oh, I need to make this work. Like, sure, I have like really nice, there's really nice qualities in this person, but I'm going to in a way settle because, you know, I, I want to make this work. and. So being really clear on what you want, knowing, you know, that statistic, keeping that statistic in the back of your, you know, in your back pocket on a rainy day, because there will be dating disappointments, reminding yourself that you're not going to be for everybody and not everyone's going to be for you. And that's okay. So not giving up, knowing that it is worth continuing to invest in yourself, continuing to invest in the dating process, knowing that You're just taking in more information, you're learning about yourself, you're figuring out what's a good fit for you and what's not a good fit for you. And that's all, you know, this is all experiential. And I know uh, as a teacher, experiences, providing experiences for our students is so important. And so this is the same thing with dating. You're giving yourself the opportunity to experiment, to take in more information, to collect more data, and then figure out what's best for you and move forward.
0: This is this is great. I could talk to you for hours. I'm not kidding. We need to like have another Skype date and chat because this is so fascinating to me, and I'm I'm just so so grateful, Gabby, that you took the time to be with us today. I'm, you know, my heart is full just hearing about this. Uh, you're giving people permission to put themselves out there, and I think that's what we need. We need permission sometimes from an outside source to say, hey, it's okay to put yourself out there for it to not work. And it doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean you're not deserving. It doesn't mean that it's not going to happen. But this is information gathering and you deserve, you deserve this journey. You deserve to find your person and just enjoy it along the way. So I'm, I'm just incredibly grateful that you are here today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. And then, of course, I want to add, have fun. Like, have fun dating. (laughs) Yes,
0: have fun. You
1: deserve to have it all and then also have fun while you're in that process. And yeah, thank you so much for having me, Katie. This This was really
0: great. Oh, gosh. And I'm so excited for you to be one of our presenters on December 5th. So you're going to be hosting a workshop, and your workshop is going to be at noon central. So can you tell the listeners, the teachers out there, a little bit about what the workshop will be about?
1: Yeah. So we're going to be talking about, you know, kind of what we even talked about today on the podcast. So really how to deal with dating disappointments to then be able to reclaim your time. So focus, we're going to get really clear on what is draining your time. And then we're going to again then prioritize what are the most important things to you so I'm going to talk about you know fear patterns that we might be experiencing and then also some limiting beliefs that might be holding us back from
0: trying something different awesome that's going to be so valuable I cannot wait to attend that workshop and um, I know that you do some one-on-one coaching and I know you have some a few spots left so can you tell people how they can work with you
1: yeah, so I'll go ahead and give you my website. You can find me at Gabrielle Valdez with an s.com And for one-on-one coaching, it's a 12 week intensive. It's over the course of four months. And I teach you the skills of dating so that you can find your person. And applications are going to be from December 7th to the 9th. Um, so you can schedule a call with me. There's an application process, and then we can you know, chat see if we're a good fit for each other. And then, yeah, this is the last time that I will be coaching one-on-one until 2021. So I can send you the link too. So your community can check it out and see if it's a good fit for them.
0: Yes. I will definitely link that down in the show notes and then uh, tell us where we can find you on Instagram because I have recommended you to so many of my clients. I'm like, you have to follow her. She's got (laughs) awesome content. So tell us your Instagram handle.
1: Thank you so much. Yeah, it's Gabrielle Valdez, again with an S, the same as my website. And I look forward to connecting with you on Instagram. Feel free to DM me.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. And uh, I'm just, again, I'm so grateful that you are here, Gabby. You are doing wonderful work, this, you know, supporting people in this Uh, journey towards dating and finding their person is so important. And it's, you know, a big part of of many people's dreams and uh, you're helping them come true by helping them tap into who they are. So it's, it's wonderful work. Thank you again. And I will see you on December 5th.
1: Thank you so much. See you then. Bye. Thanks, Gabby.
0: Thanks again for joining me for this episode of the Revolution Ed Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, I invite you to subscribe, rate, and share, as well as head on over to my website, katiequick.com, where you can connect to the teacher membership community, resources, and more. We'll see you next time.